0: Good afternoon, welcome to another episode of Logan's Devotions. It's great to be together. Wonderful to open up God's Word for another day and see what he has to say. We're turning through to Luke chapter 9 again, but before I read our passage, let's pray. Father in heaven, as we turn to your Word, we do pray that you would help us to see the Lord Jesus Christ, to love him, to understand him, to know more about him, that we might follow him faithfully. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Luke chapter 9, picking up at verse 10. On their return, the apostles told him all that they had done. And he took them and withdrew apart to a town called Bethsaida. When the crowds learned it, they followed him. And he welcomed them and spoke to them of the kingdom of God, and cured those who had need of healing. Now the day began to wear away. And the twelve came and said to him, Send the crowd away to go into the surrounding villages and countryside to find lodging and get provisions, for we are here in a desolate place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men, And he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. And they did so, and had them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing over them. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And they all ate and were satisfied. And what was left over was broken up, twelve baskets of broken pieces. One of the things that we've run into over and over again is the question, why has Luke put this here? It's one of those questions that's really important, but especially so when we run into passages that we are very familiar with. I can remember recently reading a children's story about this feeding of 5,000, and the story was all about the little boy. The little boy with the loaves, the little boy with the fish. And it was all about this little boy who willingly gave up his bread and fish. Well, this story, apart from the fact that it doesn't contain the little boy, it isn't about the little boy with the fish and loaves. No, this story is here for a very specific reason by the gospel writer Luke. We remember that yesterday we were looking at the fact that the disciples went forth with the power and authority of Christ to fulfill the ministry of Christ. I entitled yesterday's devotion, Many Christs on the March. They were to represent Christ wherever they went. Why is it that Luke now turns our attention to this story here after seeing the disciples going out and doing the ministry? Of course, there is the reality of chronology and the way these things took place, but there is a far deeper theological principle being displayed here for the disciples by Jesus Christ and by Luke to Theophilus. I said to you yesterday that Luke was showing Theophilus and us that Christ is sufficient, and so here we run into the story of the disciples. The disciples come back, they've done their mission trip, they've had great success, and they return, and in verse 10 we're told that they tell Jesus about everything that took place. Jesus pulls aside to Bethsaida for a bit of quiet time with his disciples. But, as to be expected, the crowds hear about it, the crowds follow him, and they draw near to him. Jesus lovingly cares, and as we've seen in the past, has compassion upon the crowds. He feeds them the spiritual food. He heals them. He sets them free from their brokenness, their slavery under the bondage of sin and the devil. But the day wears on, we're told. And as the day wears on, the disciples begin to get worried. And understandably, someone is going to have to feed these 5,000 men plus others. So they turn to Jesus and they say to him, "Ah, uh, Master, we have a problem. Verse 12, send the crowd away to go into the surrounding villages and countryside to find lodging and get provisions, for we are here in a desolate place. Now, that, that's a fair, fair thing to say by the apostles, right? Jesus, we don't have any food, so we should probably send them home before it gets too late. I mean, it seems like a loving and caring thing to do, right? The apostles are acting out of sympathy and love and care and concern for the crowd. But mark Jesus' response. He says to them, you give them something to eat. Now you might think to yourself, well, come on, Jesus, that's not very fair. We don't have power and authority. We don't have the ability to just produce food out of nothing. I mean, sure, we cast evil spirits out. You gave us that work. Sure, we healed people, but you gave us that work. Sure, we proclaimed the kingdom of God. You gave us that work. But feeding five to 7,000 people, when all we have is two pieces of fish and five loaves of bread, that seems a bit unrealistic, right? Why does Jesus ask this question? Why does Jesus... Give them this command. He's pointing something out to them. When they went forth to do ministry, in the previous section, they went forth in the sufficiency of Christ, right? They went forth dependent upon Christ, and they had everything necessary to do the work of Christ. Now, when this need arises, what is the disciples' automatic thought? Send the people Away from Christ. The people have a need, and they ought to go somewhere else to find their needs met. But what does Jesus say? He says, no, you supply their need. You give them what they need. I desire for them to be satisfied, so you satisfy them. But of course, the disciples say, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. We don't have anything to provide and we would have to travel a long way and buy a whole lot of food and bring it all back here. What are they missing? Well, they're missing the fact. That the one in whom all provision is found, in whom all satisfaction is found, is sitting directly before them. The one who gave them the sufficiency to be able to cast out evil spirits, heal the sick, proclaim the kingdom of God, was sitting in the midst of them. And so what does Jesus do? Well, he doesn't rebuke them, he doesn't chastise them, he lovingly shows them the way, doesn't he? He asks for the food, he sits the men down, he breaks the bread and the fish, he prays, he blesses it, he gives it out, and what's the outcome? Verse 17, they all ate and were satisfied, and what was left over was picked up, 12 baskets of broken pieces. What are we seeing here? What we're seeing here is that Christ is sufficient to satisfy And supply abundantly for all, hence the twelve baskets, one basket for each disciple. What's Jesus getting at? Jesus is showing his sufficiency to feed the crowds, but not just the crowds, but to satisfy everyone through his disciples. Jesus is enough. We saw yesterday that the disciples were not to draw men to themselves. They were not to bring attention and focus upon themselves as though they were the solution, but they were to work out and live out the ministry of Christ so that everyone, like King Herod, as we saw, would seek to see Jesus Christ. And here we now see the same thing. The ministry of Christ, the power and authority of Christ, and in Christ is everything necessary to supply and satisfy the needs of anyone who would draw near to him. The disciples didn't need to go to a nearby village. The disciples didn't need to gather the bread from every person in the corner of the world. They just needed to draw near to Christ. And that's a message for you and I. It's a message for Theophilus. It's a message for every person that in Christ is everything we need, both for ourselves and in order to minister to everyone around us. So let us draw near to Christ in our hour of need, come to the throne of grace and find help and find provision for those around us. There is an abundant supply. Grace upon grace. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that there is all the sufficiency that we need in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that he would bless us and fill us to the fullest. Help us to be a blessing to those around us in the Lord Jesus Christ. In whose name we pray. Amen.